Hey everybody, welcome to the newest episode of TwinCast. It is a privilege today to introduce today's special guest, Dr. Jae-ho Kang, Associate Professor of Communications at Seoul National University. He completed his PhD at University of Cambridge and is the author of Walter Benjamin and the Media. Thank you for joining us today to discuss Bong Joon-ho's award-winning masterpiece that is Parasite. How are you doing? Very well. Thanks for having me, Arjun and Oliver. It's great to be yeah. here. So, Oliver, what was your first question that you want to ask Professor Kang? Um, so, so, hi, Professor. What are your general thoughts on the movie that's Parasite? Hmm. Well, it's, it's already it's a, a lot of um, praises and appreciation. It's, it might be very hard to say something negative nowadays, isn't it? It's, but it's, uh, well, it's, I really, really love it. It's a brilliant film. I have no doubt about it. Um, as I said, a, a great film is something inspires and then provokes our imagination. So this film is really asked a lot of questions. What is the film about and then why we really like this film? And then this film shows what are the social issues nowadays, and not only in Korea, but also in many countries like the United States and the UK or Vietnam or in South Africa, Brazil. So that, that's why this universality of this film is well received, not only just the Korean or others. So that's a brilliant thing. This, this film goes beyond some kind of limited local boundaries. So the global audiences would enjoy the film equally and together. That's why I like it. Hmm. Interesting, interesting points about kind of the universality. I think that's maybe why both France gave it the um, um, Palme d'Or, U.S. gave it the, what's it called, the best picture. I think it really applies to all kinds of cultures because it shows the class systems in a very visual way as well. Like, you know, as um, the Park family, walks up the stairs while the Kim family continuously keeps walking down to kind of show the class differences in a visual way, which I really love. Professor King, what was, what would you say is one of your favorite scenes in Parasite and why? Well, that's exactly, Ajun, you pointed out that the, the scene I really like it is showing ascending scene and descending scene. It's, just, it's a filmic representation. It's not only just beautiful, but it is absolutely controversial and, and, and sharp because the architectural space in this film is really, really great. And this, the, the Kim family lived in the semi-basement apartment, whereas the, the parks, the rich part, the rich family are living in, in a massive a mansion. And, by the way, they are all these artificially reproduced and, and built for this film. And, but this is kind of the contrast between the poor and rich families are well shown and presented. But not only just that, this, the, the Kims, there are people who are living in the real basement. basement. There. there are three groups of uh, the, the actors here and players. And the, the Kim's semi-basement semi, semi basement is, I'm, I'm really, really delighted that I didn't 
point out this is ascending scene and descending scene is that because the semi semi basement apartment is very distinctive character of Seoul's urban spaces and then Seoul's Seoul as a city because this it is more like a kind of middle class a but of the middle middle under middle class a the, the living spaces because a it's showing the middle class who has an uh, aspiration and desire to ascend to the upper class at the same time they have anxiety they will they will descend into the obvious of this mm -hmm. this class system so it is kind of the between how we will like go up and then probably we will fail the the kings is kind of a failed family they yeah. they must have been more like a a, a more stable comfortable middle class lives before but in in and for some reasons they they now live in a little bit of the poverty line so when Gil, the uh, english tutor was entering when he enters into the Park family, the gate would open and he ascends into this mansion yes. one by one, right? And then and some branches, the spaces are appearing in front of him. Yeah. Whereas when the, the flood and the torrential rain coming, they are descending the stairs again back to where they come from, right? So this is stairs is is kind of the metaphor uh, for the class mobilities and the situation of the of the middle class life in Seoul. So those are brilliant scenes. I I I, I really like. Yeah, it's really it's really interesting how the director shows geography to kind mm -hmm. of get the point of which characters are higher in the social ladder and mm -hmm. lower. Oh, I had a question, just a quick question. I didn't really yeah. understand what the metaphor of the rock was. Did, right. did that, what was the symbolism around the kind of rock that they held really close to them in the family? I know, that's, that's the real headache for all, all the, Professor the Kim, critics, right? Yeah, um, can you speak up a little bit? We didn't hear what you said, sorry. Okay, can you, can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, you can. Mm -hmm. Okay, that the rock is called Scholar's Rock in the film, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, director was asked about this by the film critic and BBC uh, programs. What, what, what is this film? Is what this rock about? And then because uh, it's called Scholar's Rock, and then it shows a. So, can you have some spoiler here as well? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Usually we say there is a spoil, spoiler a lot. Yeah, it's, yeah, you haven't seen it, but it's been a while, so probably all your audiences are uh, soon to watch it. And, uh, if not, go and watch it. It's, it's a really brilliant catch up. Yeah. Worth watching it. Anyway, I, so this is kind of the very old generation's uh, a custom to give as a gift. It's a rock. It's kind of the collection of the very a, extraordinary or very authentic and, and uh, the rocks found in mountains or rivers. And so it's kind of um, a, 
strange the young generation like Gil and and his friends exchange this gift and mm. then Gil said oh this is a metaphor and then well as you just saw uh, is this something strange things we need to figure out as an audience but the mm -hmm. the Gil himself said no 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 this is just a metaphor so which means the, the director Bone said well no worry this is just kind of a a, a appliances and then it's a some more like a apparatus that you'd like to use so it's mm -hmm. not really mysterious things don't worry about it okay it was used very well in scene by scene it's a kind of a weapon or kind of the symbol of the well for me i understand the the the, the meaning of this uh rock as a it, the aspiration of middle class, mm. and it is we well, usually this uh, a desire is more like illusionary or mirrored, but mm. but rock is very solid, right? Which means how hard it is to go beyond your class status wow. to join the upper class. So without using this solid rock. You, you you don't have a really big chance to join them. Mm. So it shows, well, your desire is, is a little bit fragile, but the rock shows the gate is really hard. It, it might be really hard to open up this gate to the mm -hmm. other side to join. So that's how I understand. And then at the end, this rock is also the symbol of the disaster, mm -hmm. failure, or collapse rather than success or wisdom mm -hmm. or, or understanding. So it is called scholar's rock, but it is used a completely different way. So I think that's how it is used. Yeah. Does it make sense? That's, that makes yeah. a lot of sense, yeah. That's, that's my personal understanding. So well, when, when we understand film, well, there are a lot of the, the discussions, debate, but at the end, it's all down to how we understand, how we feel, how we as an audience, individual audience, how we see this film. And then uh, we, we are not trying to see what does director really mean it. Well, they, the film is already out of their touch. When it's mm -hmm. released, it's all up to the audiences. So we can, we have some right as well as freedom to to analyze on this. That's, that's why we like film, isn't it? So we, we, we watch individually and then talk about it, exactly what we are doing and how you understand, how you find it interesting, why it's gone on and on and on. So that, that's the process of construction of film too. Film is not fixed as one meaning, but mm -hmm. as, as audiences like us participate in this film by watching it, discussing it, criticizing it, the film is getting bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the one, one, one issue, what is a great film? When people ask questions, oh, Jay, what do you think about that, uh, the, the rock as a gift in a film? Yeah. So we ask a question and there are a lot of things we still think. The film asks us to think. That's the great film. If you watch this, some kind of a little bit, it's a simple film, mm -hmm. right? And then, oh, okay, that was fun. No, we don't really go, we don't feel it deserves a lot of discussion. Then, yeah, then it's 
forgotten. It started to fade away. But a great film, we, we, we talk about like the 1920s and 30s, or probably Parasite, people keep talking and will continue to talk about this film, like Hitchcock. Yeah. Or, uh, Godfather. Or Godfather, Scorsese films, or Star Wars. We continue to talk. And then and the sequences and the sequels and, and, and are, um, are made. And then that's the long life of film. That's great film. We talk, we discuss, we critically debate it. Right? That's why we like it, film. Right. Oliver. Yeah. I think I think that's what kind of gives movies a longevity. It's yeah. not just what the yeah, it's not just what the director like means. Because that's if true. if we just take in what the director wants us to think, then mm. eventually we're gonna run out of things to think about and then it kind of dies down. But yeah. essentially movies are kind of like what it means to us. Yeah. Like the I audience. Like some long longevity of Film is brilliant, and the probably longevity as a more temporal continuity. Yeah. We can say maybe then horizontal level too, right? Spreadability or connectivity. Yeah. Why this film is received not only by Korean audiences but also by global audience, like as a Californian resident like uh, Ajun and Oliver. That that is also the kind of. Uh, wide acceptance, how they can accessible received by the uh, broader uh, degree and 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 of um, and boundaries of the audiences. How how big, how how wide, how broad this film is about. So that's why Parasite is so interesting, isn't it? It's a, it is a kind of Korean film and the mixture of genres. It's not just about what do you, how do you find it? Is it is it can you can you identify it as just one genre? Like is it no. is it horror? Is it sci-fi? Is it yeah. is it is it thriller? A it's bit of everything, of, isn't it? Yes, a medley it's, almost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dark comedy, satire, also almost horror yeah. elements because exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Dark, dark, black comedy. It's so hilarious at some point, but we don't we don't we don't expect what's going to happen right after the scene and there's kind of thriller and then hmm. but it is, that's why this, this film is uh, the distinctive it's not just one genre it's, it's the complexities of this film lies in this multi-genre approaches right it's kind of so that's the brilliance of this this directing as well it's they they put them together so a lot of people can see, oh, I like horror film, and then I like Parasite because this is very horror film a bit. And some people like it as the thriller, and then oh, it's brilliant, and it's more like a detective stories. And who's who's gonna who's gonna make a crime? And is it gonna be sorted out? Is it yeah. And then it's so um, that's that's actually interesting point, isn't it? And is uh, as well is a kind of multi-genre complexities like that makes it more it it it, it will be uh, remembered very long as well mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's awesome very interesting so oliver yeah. did you have any did you have a question you want to ask him oh yeah we have a ton of questions mm -hmm. um show me yeah um could you please oh we actually went through that already wow. mm -hmm. Um, do you think do you think there are any like cultural ideas that an American audience like wouldn't be able to pick up on? 
like I remember when we were talking about it, Arjun said that like any ideas would be lost in translation to an American audience. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting question. It is um, um, this uh, when we said already about this local film, yeah. but it's uh, globally accepted and received. And then what about if we focus on narrow it down to American audiences? I'm I'm really curious how American middle-class audience is not this academic uh, reviewers or or mm -hmm. the judges uh, they give the accolades but how how this blockbuster is really well received in states too why why did people like this black comedy horror I'm, I'm curious you should tell me but in terms of cultural differences and and affinities is quite interesting to see the translation issue here, right? Mm -hmm. And how these social issues are very common. So number one issue is this film is about, about class conflict, social inequality, as well as these disparities of uh, the wealth in the rich and, and poor families. But these are very common issues, not only in Korea, right? Yes. Especially while we are getting through this whole a, a COVID-19 disaster or pandemic period, we can see this, this, the, the, the disease is not just about just a disaster, but it's about class issues as well. Who is infected, who is cured, and who is actually more vulnerable, who is much safer. It's a class issue. So the film is talking about social issues. By the way, Bong Joon-ho is studied the sociology at university really wow yeah, yeah. He, he went to sociology department the same same year i went to philosophy department but my sister is a sociologist that i was two years senior to bong joon ho at yonsei university when when you see this uh, a a uh, jessica in the film was uh, a, a making a copy illegally of the certificate of university that's the yonsei university where uh, Bong Joon-ho graduate. Well, this is the Oliver's question. It's kind of the local issues, right? And then yes. a, the, the Koreans know, like Yonsei University is more like a, a, a one of the top universities, like a, okay. a, if not Harvard, <laughs> maybe it is more like a kind of- Like a Cambridge? <laughs> um, Cambridge and Oxford. What is interesting is that uh, Robert Parsi, who is the translator of uh, this film for subtitle, is a, uh, and he used the term when and and the father said, "Oh, she's really good at imitating, so she should go to Oxford University in English subtitle." But it actually is called that is a their Yonsei University, which is Bong Joon Ho's university. But if 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 this translation is just a a a Yonsei uh, University, the American audiences would have a little bit no clue what does it mean, and it will a little bit deflate their, their engagement and excitement, isn't it? Mm -hmm. so, so there is a kind of a double translation, and he didn't translate this as a Harvard or Yale or UC Irvine, mm -hmm. but he, he uses term Oxford University because it's more like a, a, a British heritages of a posh family rather than in, in America. That's, uh, and that, 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 that reminds me of what uh, Bong Juno said, two things. One is a one-inch barrier of subtitle, he said in the 
perception of the academy said how this film can go beyond the Asianness or Korean boundaries, but to meet the global audiences. When you when you open your mind to the non-American films like this, and this if this subtitle shouldn't bother you too much. Right. It is a kind of open text, so it could help you to understand, but it wouldn't give a precise, every uh, idea of film you should have it. So, so he said it's a one inch barrier of subtitle. Okay. Secondly, he, he calls it Academy Oscar is local, right? Yeah. Which means yeah. it's a very English oriented or American oriented film festival. Compared Rather than, than like Cannes and stuff? Exactly. Cannes or Berlin or Venice. Those, those Europeans are more like a kind of open to the non-European. Well, it's not really exactly but it's the case. But that's also Euro, Eurocentric film festivals. But uh, compared to European last century film uh, festivals, Oscar has been very, very a American US based film festival. That's mm -hmm. why it is the, this is the first a best picture uh, at the same time best international feature film. Yes. At the same time, but it's a first film as a non English non American film for the best picture. Yeah. But it shows how uh, how American film industries, not only of those, the uh, Academy, this is it's 92nd Academy Festival this year, last year, right? It's almost mm -hmm. a, a century now, but it was the first better film as non-American film, non-English language, we should say, right? And, uh, mm -hmm. and, and then, um, so, and, and then they divide it as an international feature film, right, from, American people. So it, it, so it is very interesting to see how American audiences consider it. But it, it's re regarding Oliver's question about this, cultural differences are really interesting as well. These local cultures, like a, what about the other question is about a kids a, eating noodles, right? It's very Asian culture, but it's, it's not only so it is translated as a ramen don. So as more Japanese is that ramen plus udon. So translation is a ramen don, but it is also different. It's a Korean it is more in the film. In the film is called japaguri. Is japaguri is more like a dantamian, and is in Chinese no. noodle. It's more more instant. Uh, 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 if you, if you understand, it's a, it's a tantamian or and, um, plus a udon style instant noodles, they combine. But it is very hard to deliver mm -hmm. original meaning based in a very specific local culture yes. to a global audiences which has little understanding or experience of local culture. That's, that's why we love film. Film is intercultural medium to say people, well, your word is not the only one. 
-hmm. We have very different, varying cultures outside. And then a, when you find it, it's a kind of intersection of your own local culture and global cultures. They are intersected together. So this film's reception shows we are actually living in a very local culture, but at the same time, globally well-connected as well. So these very Korean social issues are well-received because, well, uh, we are living in a capitalist society in which there are many social issues that are common for different cult countries, like gaps between the rich and the poor, inequality issues and disparities and and so on and so on health issues education issues so because people are living in a in a similar issues but in a different way yeah. so how we can see this is uh, uh, the local and global culture they intersect together that is a great point as well did i, did I uh, answer to your question oliver or did, yeah. do you have yeah, Sorry, yeah. I just had a quick question. So there's a scene in the film where the little boy da, da Song goes to the, I think he goes outside and puts up his TP and then they said, oh, he'll be okay. It's made, it's made in America. What is kind of the South Koreans affinity with America? Because it seems like they were hinting throughout the film that there's some kind of affinity there. That's very, very uh, the sharp point as well you made. Korea has been a kind of a semi-colony to the United States since 1950, after the uh, end of the war, because a American uh, uh, helped to South Korea uh, and to fight against North Korea. So it's been a long history. This is an American empire, whereas an imperialism is a very has a massive impact of South Korea. Not uh, also the help to economic development, political stabilization and democratization, but at the same time, a Korea is very much subjugated into America, not only political ways, but also cultural ways too. So in a film, the parks, right? Mm -hmm. They speak in English sometimes, like a wife say, oh, is it okay with you? And suddenly a, they say it in a very posse accent, right? Yeah. And then when they entered like an a English tutor and Jessica as a art therapist, they say Jessica as she studied at Illinois and this subject. So South Koreans are very closely related to American culture. And then um, until the Indians and Chinese take over, Korea has been the number one student to the number. In, as a foreign students in, in the United States. Now I think it is a number three, like Chinese and, and Indian yeah. uh, students are uh, the majorities over the number one and two uh, and, and majorities. But given the size of, of China and, and, and India, right? Korea is very small countries, but it's been the, uh, the larger student group than any other countries. It's closely linked between United States and South Korea. So in the film, it's very interestingly showing the upper class, like Mr. Park, is very 
educated, cult cultivated as well. So it's not like a greedy, a capitalism. No, no, no. This is the upper class That's nowadays who were educated in the United States and and grew up in in very cosmopolitan culture, right? In the United States, most of them. Is studied in California or East Coast as well. I, I I worked in New York. I was educated in English. There, where I met is a, is a brilliant friends there. So that our connection is still going on like this. But it's not only that connections, but the film shows very critically this colonial issues as well. So do you remember a a what's this uh, the youngster's name uh, da, da song da song yeah he he he's he very preoccupied of native american yeah. indians right yeah. culture mm -hmm. so is, 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 he dressed up as one yeah isn't it a little bit don't just think why american native indians right and it is a, is a why korean kid is preoccupied with native american culture because it's just a toy and they're ripped off and then deprived of any cultural context there as a what is if if Ajun is a well Oliver you guys are uh, wearing the Native American costumes and then mocking it it, it it will be quite critically received as a racism it's some kind of yeah. of course yeah. it's depending on when and it's about it's a you can't you can't you can't do this mocking black culture as a, as a, as a slave and it's what some some white white uh, people do without understanding mm -hmm. historical and cultural context so this mm -hmm. scene about that songs a a a joy and of this native american called indian culture is absolutely the historical culture so it is just a commodity it is so how South Koreans understand America. This is just a kind of mainstream American culture, white culture, and then and then establish the culture by Anglo-Saxon American culture. So even those painful, sad, a historical context of Native American Indians are just nothing but just key toys there. And then and and the parents uh, let them just do it without uh educating and then giving histories of what's the context here so that's that's how very critically uh, uh presented in the film is that the kind of uh, we call it post-colonial uh, cultural uh, engagement in in the local culture that was very interesting for whereas the gitek and or other uh, koreans there are not good at speaking English as fluently as the Pops family. Mm -hmm. And then the last scene is the, uh, the party, birthday party scene, right? Yeah. It's very uh, racially, ethnically mixture showing and the upper class is already very much a, a very a, uh, mainstream cosmopolitan culture, but speaking in English fluently, mm -hmm. but without, this is very uh, Caucasus groups and then Euro 
North American white culture showing they out of class as well. So not kind of blacks or people of color, Asians, you are not invited in that. So Bong Joon-ho shows this kind of very satirically Korean upper classes are closely linked to American upper classes. So not just about American culture, but it's American white culture and the mainstream cultures. And the native Indian uh, culture is nothing but just toy without historical and cultural context. So that, that's a kind of interesting point to, to look at more closely as well. Yeah, good point. Does it make sense? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, I'm glad this is a real. This is a real. Yeah, I've, I've been thinking about this. Uh, well, what what could be interesting point that we can talk about is you 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 already said it very well. So I've, I've been really enjoying uh, looking back the film. It's coming out as a black and white as well, right? Oh, nice. So I should watch it and how different it would be as well. And then they are making some kind of HBO is making a sequel. Hmm. Well, yeah, so mini yeah. yeah, I think was it TNT? They did the same thing with um Snowpiercer, which was a really like similar movie by the same director. Yeah. But yeah, yeah they were starting to make sequels for Bong Joon Ho's like, work. Snowpiercer is yeah. really interesting. It's a, when when mm -hmm. we talk about this uh, ascending and descending, right? It's a uh, Snowpiercer also uh, tackles the issue of class. Right? Yeah, but it's with like train cars, right? Exactly. But it's a train is a circling without stop, right? But it's a very horizontal movement, right? It's going on and Not on. Whereas Parasite is classic issue, exactly vertical. Mm -hmm. This is a going up and down and up and down, ascending and descending. Whereas if you in 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 in, in snow piers, if you want to go up to the upper class, you should go to the next carriage. But yeah, it's a kind of moving horizontally, fighting against there is a barrier, protectors. You should open up the gate, right? And then it's the endless circling. You cannot get out of your class situation. It's yeah. just mm -hmm. on and on. It's kind of a vicious circle. It's a, at the end, it was a, a, a little bit too a optimistic ending because mm -hmm. um, Snowpiercer is also first English language film uh, for Bong Joon-ho. So he was very uh, nervous how to deal with it. And, and the second one was Okja, and it's funded by Netflix. So it was released by the Netflix first, and then and the Gan was not very happy with it as well. But Okja was a between New York and Seoul. So you, it shows a the up and down, up and down, and then is a, and the moving between at the same time. So they, it reminds me of uh, the great things of Bong Joon-ho's film. And if you like this Bong Joon-ho's film, you can see this, uh, how different cities are represented there, like uh, New York, Seoul understanding different other culture is hard. So that's why I film here. 
Bong Joon-ho's yeah. film greatly helped understand, experience uh, other cultures, right? And especially to understand Seoul and Seoul's urban culture, social issues, Bong Joon-ho's films is one of the great, great tools by which we can access as well. Like Okja shows these uh, global cultural issues as well and a meat factories and then transnational capitalism and so on. But it's how, how soul is represented, like in Parasite, there is a, there is a, the city is divided by classes, right? The upper class, middle class, underclasses. How these different classes are spatially, culturally represented in films, that's a brilliant point, Bong Joon-ho's. Uh, Bong Joon-ho, by far, the, one of the best film directors for me as well. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So you can, you can a little bit follow, if I would recommend some Korean films, well, 100 oh, yeah. films, but kind just, of, yeah, go on, Ajun. Can you just like give us five or six that you think would help our audience or? Yeah, it is kind of hard, isn't it, to pick up a, a few. But the point I'm making is that if you like a Parasite, you can watch a little bit uh, director's other films. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to go to the earlier ones, the actually the reverse order, like a Parasite is the latest one. So you can watch a Okja, or you can watch then Snowpierce. And you can go one by one until his first one, rather than chronologically. Sometimes chrono chronologically is a great way to reconstruct this director's path and his trajectories. But sometimes it's a, well, it's a little bit earlier. You can't go back to the, like a school season, a taxi driver. One of the great films for me as well. But it's a, a Raging Bulls, but you can go from this point because uh, the recent films shows more a cutting edge issues and then presents context as well. So I would recommend, okay, Bong Joon-ho's recent films like uh, Snow Piercing, mm -hmm. The Host, mm. and The Memories of Murder. It was his first, uh, the second feature film is brilliant. And then a, a Barking Dog's Never Bite. This is his a filmography you can find easily. And then, so that is one part, Bong Joon-ho's film. And other film directors nowadays is Park Chan-wook as Old Boy. Mm. And he's showing another real dark, is a grim um, Korean culture, Korean spaces, soul as it is. And then it's a, Pak Chan-wook is also invited. He is a producer of a snow piercing. And then he's also invited to make a film about a full English speaking audiences, like a stalker. And, and, uh, and, uh, a lot of a, a, 
I'm not sure that's certified uh, 50, more than 50, 19 or the Bhaktanans is very violent and blood sucking scenes yeah. because it's, all, it's all about vampire as well. <laughs> and, uh-huh. uh, and then Vengeance series is, uh, series is brilliant. And, and I like uh, his uh, uh, latest one, The Handmaiden. And this is about 1920s and uh, Korea uh, occupied by Japanese imperialism. And then it's very dark, but uh, very erotic ways as well. So it, it shows the complexity between indigenous culture, colonial culture, and dominating cultures. So it's beautifully, beautifully a, a represented. So rather than giving a specific films, is Bong Juno. Bak Chanuk film would be great guidelines and to lead you to the Korean cinema. Yeah. Recently, I watched a the Young Generations film called uh, the House of Hummingbird. It's uh, about fourteen year girl living in Gangnam area, uh, having a tough time in her school and how she is growing up and and then you can see how your generation in korea it's like her how they handle with a everyday life and the problems family issues friends issues and then how their their lives are related to bigger uh, social issues as well. So House of Hummingbird is a, a directed by Bora Kim is one of the most uh, impressive films I watched mm. last year. As well as Hong Sang-soo, another modernist director. Like we, we call it like a Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho is more like a blockbuster. Yeah. And Bak chan Hong Sang-soo, Kim Gi-dok, these a brilliant generation of Korean new cinema. And then Kim Bora, the, the director of the House of Hummingbird, is kind of the new generation and very feminist gender issues, very critical, slightly different from all these generations. So we are, we, are, we are entering into very exciting film uh, world uh, by new generation in, in, in South Korea. So that 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 would be brilliant to catch up. Did you like Lee Chang Dong's Burning? Burning, exactly. Brilliant point. I, I really like this film. But Lee Chang Dong is so compared to Bong Joon or other. Lee Chang Dong is in a sense very realist film mm-hmm. director because he came out as a he was a a novelist and and before turning himself into a film director. So it's very strong realist tradition and, and grappling with hard political issues and, and social problems in a much a, a grimmer way than, than Bong Juno mm-hmm. or Bak Chano do. So then this is a 
very emotionally uh, uh, straightforward. And then, like a classic, is just like in Bongjun, it, it's brilliant if you watch Parasite and Burning together and then compare mm -hmm. them as excellent, excellent way to tackle these issues about film and social issues and the representation, filmic representations. And whereas for me, there's a, a, a cinematic way, burning would be more sophisticated and nuanced one than Parasite. I would agree, yeah. Yeah, it's a Parasite, everyone can see, oh, that's a classic, the poor and rich and so on. It's, be, it's very explicit and straightforwardly presented. Uh, Barning, by the way, is a realist film, but it, it deals with very inner complex emotions and feelings and an inferior complex and a very, very mixture of our, our feelings. It's a little bit different from his earlier films because all of Lee Chang-dong's earlier films is more like kind of very straightforward and, 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 and direct uh, presentation of film, uh, the people's emotions and, and affinities and, and affections. But in this film, it, it was well sophisticatedly uh, dealt with as well. So I, I I really like to watch them together. So that's a good point, Arjun. This is a, and then see the what's the uh, similarities and differences, not only in content but also styles as well. That 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 would be brilliant, brilliant way to watch. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Reason burning. Yeah. And his all all your. Uh, Films including uh, Oasis about the disabilities is a question about uh, to what extent we can actually communicate if we have different languages and if we are how much we actually understand the other like uh, disabled people right if you've never been to black even though it's a uh, black lives matter but to what extent we really really have an empathy about that. So exact question about the nature of communication between people, right? Mm -hmm. We don't know the answer. Another, another point of the great films involve asking the question rather than answering the question so that we can continue to think what would be the answer? What would be the answer about the racial discrimination issues in, 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 in United States culture, right? I keep thinking. So great, great film for yeah. me. Films don't give a straightforward answer, but ask a good question, ask a legitimate question so that we can try to find an answer and then stimulate and prompt the audiences to continue to think about. All right. What, what about this, the generation gaps between my parents and my my pals and friends? We we don't feel really communicated. We don't feel we are understood, right? My school teachers pretend to understand, but they they have no clue my everyday life. How much we really have an understanding, mutual understanding, isn't it? That, that is a, so that's 
great films tackling the questions rather than giving easy answers. Easy answers. Right. Thank you so much, Professor yeah. Chang. This has been a great discussion. Oliver, any last words before we yeah. sign off? Well, thank you for thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. thanks for having me. It was absolutely a, a brilliant experience to speak with you two new filmmakers or critics in the making, and it is yes. in, sitting in the, the California. I mean, it is and in, in Seoul on Sunday morning. So we we horizontally go beyond these boundaries of the time, and there is yeah. a. And we are connected. So, and 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 I absolutely enjoyed uh, the conversations with you. And then Thank you. Good luck, good luck with your podcast, and and have fun. See you Thank next you. week. See you bye next bye. time.